Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hi, Lemons. This is Lemons, and you're listening to Lemons, Lemons. I mean, you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. cooking pizza. I turned into a bat and I flew into this lady's house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 290. We're on the road to 300, baby. And it's brought to you the week of March 28, 2019. I am your host. My name is James Kinison and my good friend is here. Yes, and my name is John Steinklobber, that's and right. that's really what my last name is. Steinklobber. Can you spell Stein. that for the people? T-H-A-T-F-O-R-P-E-O-P-L-E. <laughs> wow. It's a lot different than it sounds. Is Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's, a, it's a German name. I was born with it. I was in second grade before I figured out how to spell it. Yeah, my, my mom's name is Drusilla, and she said she was like in second grade before she figured out how to spell her name. Do you think she holds any animosity towards her parents for naming her that? Probably. Hmm. My sister holds anonymity toward my mother and grandmother for naming her Catherine as her first name, which was my mother's first name and my grandmother's first name. So Catherine. Yeah, they got a thing about names. Who's Catherine? I don't... Leanne. Catherine Leanne. First name was Catherine? Yeah. Wow. I don't think I knew that. She doesn't want anybody to know. I'm probably going to get in trouble for telling. listen to your show? Nope. I'm going to send her an email. No. Okay, then we can talk about this. No. Hey, Catherine, it's me. Remember Johnny? Uh, from way back in the day. And then you'd get a message back from her husband. <laughs> what are you emailing my wife about? So, yeah. Good luck there, John boy. Well, no, we all, I won't. What? what? We, we I, always, won't, I don't. <laughs> we always start with an opening story. This one's called Watermelon. And um, it says a story the other day of P's and Q's reminded me of a story where from when I was a teenager. He says, the church I attended at the time did a neighborhood caroling event every Christmas. This particular year, a new member of the church decided to participate. Billy was his name, and he was in his late 50s or early 60s, only recently saved at the time and on fire for the Lord. However, he did not know any church Christmas songs. 
So at the first house, the group leader says, we're going to sing joy to the world. And we line up and prepare to sing. And Billy bursts out at the top of his lungs. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. (laughs) (laughs) Was a good friend of mine. And then he stops realizing that the rest of the group was not also singing the song he was singing. We quickly explained why and proceeded to correct the to the correct song while Billy stood by, rather embarrassed. Aww. Poor Billy. Okay. Yeah. While going to the next house, Billy admitted he didn't know any of the words to the church music stuff, and 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 so we taught him to follow along and look like he was singing by mouthing the word watermelon while the others sang. At the next stop, we lined up and started to sing, and suddenly from the back of the group comes the deep, gravelly, old man voice of Billy singing the word watermelon over and (laughs) over very loudly and sort of following the tune of Away in a Manger. (laughs) Watermelon, watermelon. All the little fishies in the sea. Joy to the... At this point, not wanting to embarrass Billy again, we just kept going through three more songs while he continued his own little watermelon tune. We cor- mm. we corrected him again afterwards, and he finally understood the proper method. The incident became a memory we joked and laughed about with Billy every Christmas until he passed away about 10 years later. Thanks wow. for all the laughs, Zane Estrada. Boy, that took a dark turn. Basically... <laughs> Zane and his church made fun of this poor guy and, until he died. He doesn't know Christmas songs. Uh, Jeremiah oh, was a... Do you guys remember? This is his funeral. And this he is, goes and joy I'm, to the world. I'm Zane. Do you guys remember when we took Billy out and he was so dumb and he was singing watermelon, watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> to the tune of Wayne a Manger. It's so funny, man. It's a shame he's dead because he can't hear us making fun of him. I don't know why Zane sounds like that, but that's, <laughs> that's how Zane talks in my world. Uh, well, maybe. Well, um, this is our opening story, uh, but I want to warn you that after that, the, all the stories are bad. And um, yeah. I'm just telling you this in advance. I've been threatening to do this for several weeks now. I've told you about the plethora of poop stories, vomit stories, and PP stories that have flooded my inbox recently, and I needed oh. to just get rid of them. I, I, I thought I could Flush. do it alone, but I need some help, so John is going to read every <laughs> other one, and then I'll read the other ones, and, and we'll get through this together somehow. Some of you guys really love this stuff. Uh, the rest of you love to just hear me squirm, and uh, mm. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try okay. to to keep our listeners from not being satisfied by my my gross outness. I'm going to try not to sing in a high voice and all my normal <laughs> things that I do. I'm my trash can is nearby. I'm going to try not to uh, you know cough into it as I have in the past. Uh, I want this to be a very, very serious, somber occasion, much like Billy's funeral should have been. So right. with that in mind, um, and that disclaimer well in place, we're going to move forward to the Weekly Rewind. Rewinding. 
This is where we review something uh, in our life from the past seven days or so. Um, I'll go first because okay. I'm eager to share mine. Um, the other day, me and my son were hanging out together. Uh, he was off from spring break. And my buddy David says, hey, come come and meet up where we're at. And I'm like, who's we? He's like, we have a seminary class. They come up here and they learn about inner city missions and uh, we're, we're at uh, Blue City Deli, and we're just hanging out, and you need to come. And I'm like, all right. So yeah. so we get in the car, and we go down there, and we just sit. Nobody introduces us to anybody. Nobody acknowledges that we just sat down. Um, but uh, after about – so I'm like, why are we here? And I'm kind of feeling snarky about it. You know, I'm like, I just got in a car and came in here. I can't even get food because there's a line out the door. These guys have already eaten. You know, there's just, there's really no reason why I should have been there. Nobody's. I hate showing up to parties like that. Yeah. So we're sitting out on the sidewalk in the, in the heat and my son's legs are burning because he's wearing black jeans and, and, and I'm, I'm feeling the same way. It's just not good. And suddenly one of the students, you know, he, he had to have been in his mid thirties. He turns and looks at my shirt and he says, is that a uh, doctor who reference? There and I, I looked down at my shirt, and it was much more than a freaking reference. It was a full-on Doctor Who shirt with with <laughs> with Time Lord writing on it with a TARDIS. I mean, the whole thing was obviously a big Doctor Who shirt, not just a reference. <laughs> and I wanted to say that, but instead, I I started to say, um. Yes, but before I could get it out, the guy next to him said, no, dummy, that's a little more than just a reference. That's a whole Doctor Who shirt. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that was amazing. took the words right out of my mouth. Right out of my brain. I didn't even have to say them. I wouldn't have said them, but I wanted to. And so five minutes or so go by. And the same guy looks at my same shirt and he says, so you like Doctor Who? And I'm telling you, I'm feeling (laughs) snarky. And I want to say, no, moron, I wear stuff that I hate. That's just what I do. That's what everybody does. We wear stuff we hate. And But as I prepared to say, um, yes, I really like Doctor Who. My family and I watch it every Thursday night or Friday night. Um, as I was going to say the proper thing, the guy next to him once again says, no, you moron. You think he wears stuff that he hates? <laughs> That's awesome. It was I think so you great. Might have a gift. I know. I want to hire this guy to follow me around and, and just speak your own mind, speak my mind for me so he can take all the heat and I get the satisfaction of hearing it said, but no, none of the trouble, you know? So, so it, 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 this gift that you have, somebody's got to ask you an obvious question. Yeah, and you're able to transfer your thoughts into somebody else. Apparently, I, ne- I didn't get his name or number or nothing. Man. I I have no way of getting back to this guy. But we share a link. Maybe he has the gift, and you do share the link with him. Yeah, Man. yeah, dude, it's crazy. I, you need to find out who this guy is. You could, you guys could probably. I wonder if that would work on me. I don't know, but if we had him on the show. I, I think he would he you you would maybe hear things 
um maybe he would t- oh. maybe he would say cuz i pick on you a lot i pick on a lot of my people <laughs> maybe he would s- interpret and actually say what i mean when i say the bad stuff <laughs> Like, John, you're an idiot. What James really means is that, John, you're the best guy ever. Yeah, and and he okay, doesn't know how to express himself any other way but doing the opposite of what <laughs> he should say. And therefore, you know, and then and then we would know. We would know the truth. And, you, and you, you, the feelings wouldn't be as hurt, you know? Mm. I don't know. I, for the record, my feelings... Uh, don't have never been hurt so that's not true when you were little when you were young you told me you went to your mom and your mom had to explain to you about me (laughs) well that was high school (laughs) but you said never never and that's not true i i i've always been this way and it's terrible and i've i've taught my son this terrible thing as well and and he is a snarky little butthead and uh, I have to teach him how to how to shut up sometimes. If you want an a- episode uh, dedicated to my son, you need to go to the GOK, uh, the Gospel of Kenison, GOKcast.com, and look up episode, what, 96? No, no, 95. Go to 95. It's just called J. And hear my son and hear what I've done to him with my negative joking ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we didn't hear much out of him last week. No, we didn't. He, but but later that day, he and I sat down and recorded the Gospel of Kennison, and he would not shut up. He he was awesome. He was his real self. Yeah, so maybe uh, he, maybe he was saving it all up for that. He was nervous. He's just nervous around your sons. That's all. He, he gets I'll nervous around wasn't people. Nervous. That was my James. James he, was he, amazing. Wow. He he just, <laughs> I loved it. Every time we said anything, he's like, "Oh, I got a story about that," and I'm like, <laughs> He was so excited, man. He both of them, they just had the best time. So that's Thanks great. For that happen. No, no, it was awesome. I, it was work though. I, me and John yeah. texted each other afterwards, and he's like, "John says I'm tired." And I said, I know, I felt like we did a children's church service. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. And it, it was. It was like we wrangled a bunch of kids the entire time. It was wow, you know, if, amazing. If you're not a children's pastor, maybe you've uh, volunteered on a field trip or something like that. Then you know a similar feeling to wrangling kids for several hours. It's, it's, uh, it's hard work. So anyway... Mm. Enough about the guy that reads my mind. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Hey, well, speaking of last week, um, so that was a unique episode that we had, and, and we used every Discord uh, opportunity that we had in my house. I was logged in on my computer, <laughs> and I had my son, James. I created an account just for him so he could be on my phone, and then Johnny had his account going. And so... Um, so I had logged James in on my phone so that he could do the show. And then I logged back into my phone after we ended the show. And apparently I was still in the uh, the live live show chat. Oh, boy. So <laughs> I, my phone was on. So I stick it in my back pocket and I'm just walking around the house doing stuff. I think a couple folks were in there. Vicolin was in there and I, I don't remember who else. But so I'm I'm like doing stuff around my house and uh, we have this cat that visits us, uh-huh. the neighborhood cat that they hurt that cat and my cat. They just kind of talk to each other through the window. 
my cat doesn't like her. And um, we call her Vera because she's this big, huge cat. I don't know why. Anyways, but <laughs> so I was talking to the cat and I did some stuff around the house. I was singing some songs. Oh, boy. And, uh, just being yourself, stuff. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know. My son said something like, hey, dad, you're still coming in through the computer. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly. I think Bonus content, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole show all of its own. And I'm, I'm, after I figured it out and stuff, I was like, oh, man, what did I say? Because, <laughs> like, that was more than just a butt dial. That was like a, hey, world, come and listen to me. Yeah. Follow me around. Get a peek into my world. So you, yeah. you talked to a cat. I talked to a cat. I you went out sang, in the garage and sang some songs. Well, yeah, because my cat and the cat that visits, they, well, my cat just doesn't get along with the other cat. Uh-huh. Uh, so she like hisses and stuff. And so I started singing that song. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> That's the only part of the song I know. And, um, and so, uh, they picked up on that and right. then, um, I had to move my truck. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pulling it out, driving around a little bit. And, <laughs> I'm just wondering if I let let any rip. That's what I was wanting to ask. You had the the phone in your pocket. Yeah. How many farts were heard? We have someone in the chat room that was there. there. She's owning up to it, saying that she was being creepy and listening. Yeah. uh, (laughs) And And that's right. I was yelling at the kids because they had to do their schoolwork and their mom was out of town you know, for a few days. And so I had to play, you know, Mr. Mom and then yeah. make sure everything was in order. And man, I tell you what, keeping those kids on track, doing their schoolwork is hard. Daggum homeschool kids. Yeah. They, they, they still didn't finish in time. I'm, I might be in trouble for a couple of weeks. To be honest, <laughs> so I, hopefully I was using my dad voice a couple of times. You guys need to get your work done and you need to finish Clean this place up. It's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I do that once in a while, man. I, I came in the other day and my son's playing Roblox or whatever, and I'm carrying 500 pounds of groceries and my wife's carrying 300 pounds of groceries. And uh, I'm like, uh, I don't know. When I came back the second trip with 300 more pounds of groceries, I'm like, dude, get off of that thing. You ain't even tried to stand up. And act like you even wanted to help us get this stuff out. But your, <laughs> yeah. your mom is working and you're just sitting there. Your sister's cooking dinner. Get up off of that thing and close it now. And man, he, he booked it out there and picked up his bunch of groceries and came inside. You know, yeah. boys need to be, you know, get, whooped into shape once in a while. Yeah. You know, our brains just don't always work. So, yeah. We, we, yeah. So, us, I remember getting that talk a lot. So, as older, wiser, but just as dumb guys have to, you know, use our uh, masculinity positively to uh, to scare, basically to scare and frighten right. our children into do, or our sons into doing what to they're supposed stern. to do. Yes, I'll, I'll own it. You know, I, you know I, I'll do it often, but I'm not very good at it, and <laughs> that's why I'm not the authoritarian. You're not the primary authoritarian. Yeah, that okay. one either. Yeah, well, that's fine. I am in my house. My wife's the one that wants to give everything away and 
and and you know back down from every punishment and and all that stuff <laughs> and she admits it she's like i'm a pushover you know they come to me with their sob stories and i just believe it and lap it up and and you know and i but mm. we balance each other out so we're, yeah we're, yeah we're exactly. good we're good for it's each a other team it's a team effort yeah well, um, it, it is time for featured stories, but before we do that, we have a sponsor. Um, a real? Yeah, a real sponsor. Have you guys heard of HelloFresh over at uh, HelloFresh.com? HelloFresh uh, is, is a great service. They basically uh, do all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping so you can focus on a healthier you and a happier family. Uh, fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy to follow six step pictured recipe cards are delivered to your door every week in a special Ooh. insulated box. And I can verify this cause they sent that to us. There are three nice. plans to choose from classic veggie and family with the option to switch between them when your tastes change. So get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes i'm telling you we got the box and it was so cool it's 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 got meat in it and then it's got three bags uh, we got three different meals and every single thing you possibly needed except for basics like oil salt and pepper are included all the way down one of the meals was hamburgers and they were awesome hamburgers there was cheese inside and Ooh. there were onions and tomatoes in a jam with i don't know it was it was it looked so gross to me because i'm not a vegetable guy but man by the time it was cooked i was the one eating the most of of this topping that went on this hamburger i don't even know what to call it but it was so good um relish but even the ketchup and the mayonnaise was included in there and and uh they we had uh uh, sweet potato fries and i hate sweet potatoes but what? somehow or another it was really good and we mm, had quesadillas fries. that we made the other thing it did is it got me and my daughter cooking together she's a chef i mean she's a baker she's not really a chef and and she was able to jump in there and take charge and i was able to help her and and we cooked together and it was just such an awesome, awesome experience um, so my favorite dinner of the night though, was probably the pork tenderloin that she cooked last night with rosemary potatoes. Um, I, I feel like I know so much about being a chef now cause it makes you feel like a chef. It really does. Cause everything's there. Everything's just like on the cooking show where everything's pre-measured and, and nothing takes more than say a half hour to even prepare. Um, so basically you can get $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. If you go to hellofresh.com slash that story show 80, I don't know why there's an 80 at the end. I'd hate to think that there are 79 <laughs> other that story shows that signed up for this, but hellofresh.com slash that story show 80 and enter the code that story show 80. At least they matched up the code with the URL. So that is our sponsor. We want to thank them. And now we want to move into our featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story. All right. So what, I, what I'm doing, since we got a 
a tear what a wonderful uh episode to have hello fresh as our sponsor yeah the, the, the poop pee and vomit episode um just try to mm. separate out hello fresh from the rest of the episode because it, it just goes downhill from here um think of it like this you you partake the fresh hello and you're processing it and what you get left over is what we're about to go through it right was now. really neat i'm gonna tell you for reals they they told me to only talk for 30 seconds but it was it was really fun and um and it's about the same as going out to eat uh it's actually a little bit cheaper um that's good and it and so anyway, I just suggest people check it out. I really do. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I uh, I ate everything on my plate, and uh, except for the green beans on the last uh, meal, and because mm. uh, they were nasty, but everything else was so good and so on top of things. But anyway, um, my story is very quick. It's basically that I got sick uh, a lot this past winter, and uh, there was a there was a bit of a flu bug. 24-hour flu bug going around that my son got from school, and he gave it to my daughter on her birthday. And then um, she was kind enough to give it to me, and my wife stayed away from all of us because she was headed for a trip to Mexico, and and somehow she avoided it, but I did not. And I've been sick before. I've had flu bugs before. I've had, uh, uh, what do you call it, Uh, food poisoning before. But I went to go throw up over the toilet. And um, that's a good place to do it. By it way. is. It is. It, the toilet becomes like a like a body pillow for you. You know, it's like your friend. You Usually will literally you lay it. your cheek down on the, the, the porcelain <laughs> yes. and just hug the bowl as if it was your best friend. Um I got over the oh. thing and I'm I'm leaning over so I'm a good foot and a half above it and I've never had this problem before but when I finally it was so violent the puke that came out of my mouth it it wasn't like a stream you know like you see on movies and in most of the time in real life it was like a shower head in mm. my mouth ah. it, 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 it it squeezed out the edges and covered the entire toilet and Ooh. the floor around it. And it was so often that I was throwing up that I eventually I stopped cleaning. I just had to because I was so sick. And I just yeah. told my wife, don't go in there. Don't do anything. And bless her heart, she would. She would go in there and, and clean up and stuff. But, oh, my gosh, it was so horrible. I've never been so sick. But the, the reason, you know, I wouldn't share it normally, but I was vomiting so hard that I felt lightheaded a couple of times. And I'm like, you know what? I might just. And then I woke up. No. I was laying over the toilet. My chest was in the toilet bowl. My stomach oh my was was being compressed by the, the bottom of it. My head was behind the toilet seat to the right with my head in the trash can, the little mm. little bathroom trash can. I literally puked so hard that I passed out and uh. fell all in it and woke up. I've only oh, passed out that. twice in my life. One was when I got my vasectomy 
<laughs> and the other one, which is a well-documented story, it's called The Rocks. You should look it up. Um, yes, yeah, it's a good one. That story show. Dot com. Um, don't remember the episode number. And then the other time was this. And uh, my my wife woke me up from from my fainting by screaming my name because she had heard me fall and oh. and uh, heard my head enter the the trash can. And there was a lot of noise apparently as I fell. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just figured I would share that with the the people. Yeah, I've never. I don't know. Have you ever? Have you ever thrown up so hard you passed out? I I can honestly say I've never done that. Yeah, I, I I don't know if it was the pressure or if it was the fact that I couldn't breathe, you know, enough or, I, or, or a combination of both. I don't know. Now I did pass out once when I was going pee. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I I was downstairs in my house and I ran upstairs. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, I, I got to go pee. So I was, you know, doing what I do in front of the toilet. And I just, I passed out. And <laughs> I, mean, I didn't get to put anything away or nothing. I just oh fell, fell out and I landed in the tub. Basically, and Amy came up and she says, are you okay? And I woke up as she was saying that, you know, yeah. you know that feeling your face is all cold and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I was just like, yeah, I just passed out going pee. <laughs> that, that was a weird thing, so but never passed out puking. That's why not, do you think that happened? What do you, what do you think? What do you attribute it to? I don't know. Did you have I, to go I, that I, bad or did you run up the stairs too fast or? That's what I was thinking. Maybe I ran up the stairs too fast and then evacuating my bladder soon thereafter kind of created some sort of. You need to try to pressure. recreate this situation <laughs> scientifically, you know, whittle down to, to, to what it really was. That would be interesting. If there's any doctors listening that uh, just so happen to know what I, my condition is. I seriously doubt that doctors <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> what doctor has time? <laughs> oh, you're being kind. Yeah. I'm saying we're, we're doing an episode on, on poop. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> doctors, I think are a little too high minded. Uh, you know, they think too much of themselves to lower themselves to our standards, but mm. you're, you're, I don't know. I, I got to think there's a surgeon somewhere that just has background noise playing and, and that's what we are right now. And he's doing some sort of operation. He would laugh and he would, he would make cuts where he wasn't <laughs> supposed to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, do you have, was that your uh, featured story or do you want to? share another oh, you know I, I i think that could be mine yeah, yeah I, I liked it it was good it was perfect <laughs> i've got plenty of poop and well feel free to interject at any point uh as we enter the listener story uh segment of the show let's do this all right this one's the first one Dad Gummit, it's called Poop Prank. Get your toilets ready, S- sent folks. Sent to us by Keith Heltzley. <sighs> good old Keith. Yeah, good old Keith. He, he, I emailed him and said, hey, we're using your story. And he's like, oh, I'm surprised because I know you hate poop stories. Yeah. And I'm like, you're just lucked out, buddy, because I'm cleaning out. <laughs> I'm flushing the toilet, so to speak. Flushing it. 
It's a real crappy show we got going on here, folks. So, poop prank. Several years back, I was in the Air Force National Guard in St. Louis. During one weekend drill, we were asked, we were tasked with the job of cleaning the parade grounds at Jefferson Barracks after some kind of carnival or fair was held there. As can be imagined, there was a lot of litter and debris laying all around the, uh, the many trash cans that were provided for people to drop trash into. They couldn't quite make it, I guess. After Mm, after spending the morning picking up garbage and a quick lunch break, we were about to finish up and return to our usual job. Suddenly, one of the guys got everybody's attention. Look what I found. Expecting to see that he found some sort of treasure or a piece of jewelry or some such thing, he instead held up a baby diaper. And as, oh. the, as the crowd was about to lose interest in the mundane find, he exclaimed, I wonder what's inside. Oh, come on. And he began to open the tapes on the used diaper and reveal the brown mess inside. Oh, shocker. <sighs> Some of the crowd told him to pitch it in with the rest of the trash, but he held the diaper up to his face and dramatically took a deep sniff of the messy contents. This smells good. <laughs> He said, I'm trying to go mm-hmm. monotone here and poking a finger deep into the open diaper. <laughs> oh, what? He proceeded to lick his finger clean. Okay. After, nope. uh, after the abundant, no. disgusting comments, the reactions of the crowd, much like the reactions you're probably doing right now. Not me, Keith. I'm, I'm good. He, yep, he, re- he, what? <laughs> Yep, no, yep. I'm, I, I'm, I, I see what's happening here because my brain's already played through this scenario. Right, so. right. He revealed the truth <laughs> behind his prank. Just before lunch break, he had found a clean, unused diaper on the parade grounds. While most of us enjoyed the box lunches that the chow hall sent for us, a few of the guardsmen decided to drive off base and eat at one of the fast food places nearby. Our prankster mm. decided to grab a few burritos from Taco Bell. That's almost as gross as the real poop. <laughs> he transferred the contents of one of them into the pristine diaper, and it was just a matter of getting the attention of the crowd to pull us into one of his dramatic feats. Oh, mercy. Thank you, Keith Helsley. I do <sighs> applaud the creativity of such a prank. Yeah. Uh, the delivery probably could have been a little better, but yeah, I, 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 I'll give it a two stars out of four. <laughs> so gross. It is gross. It's so gross. Because when I first read it, the first time I didn't know. I didn't know it was a prank. I didn't even I named it poop prank. Ah. You know? Maybe uh, maybe that that foreshadowing kind of helped me set my mind at ease. Nobody in their right mind would stick their finger in a diaper <sighs> that they hadn't tampered with. I don't with. even like mentioning it like as a concept. <laughs> it's like you see what would made it even better is if he would have opened it up and smashed it on somebody <laughs> somebody that was in on the joke yeah you know that would have been like hey guys look i'm gonna open a diaper and scoop my finger through it just, and taste it just just take a bite without using his hands yeah that's that is that uh okay i haven't had dinner yet and i'm i haven't either withhold for a while uh oh all right john read us the story all right. Well, this one is uh, comes to us from Victor and Braden, Brandon, Brandon, Florida. Sorry, get Bradington and Brandon yeah. mixed up sometimes. I don't even know where Brandon, Florida is. So, Victor, uh, this is salad slippage. Salad slippage. Hey, James. 
Victor here, and this is the story that gave me my nickname. It began early last year when I went to a week-long scout camp. You know, that's such the breeding ground for any great story or nickname. Summer you, you camp. Left it at that. Yep. Yeah. I went to summer camp, but this is what happened. Um, the classes were fine. The food was mediocre, and that's probably typical. But the best part was the all-you-can-eat salad buffet every meal, every day, all week long. Oh, man. All does that does that tempt you at all, James? I know you're I, yeah, I like vegetables. I like salad. Yeah, I can I can okay. do a salad. The the camp here that we that I would take my kids to the kids camp, they would always have a salad at every lunch and dinner. Yeah, so that that you know after a day of camp food, you're just kind of like I need to eat a good salad. But hey, they had it every day, all day long, all week long. So me and my all my scout buddies decided to do a contest to see who could eat the most salads in a week. Hmm. On day five, I had already eaten twelve salads. And that was just that day alone between breakfast and lunch. Twelve salads. Twelve. Between breakfast and lunch. That's terrible. We're, that's in, that's a lot of fiber. It's a lot. We were walking back to our campsite after lunch, and we were about halfway there when I felt a little digestive disturbance. Yeah, I think. With my legs crossed, I waddled the rest of the way. Uh, oh, sorry, I waddled the rest of the way past the bathroom to my tent. Once I realized how stupid I was, I turned around to go back to the bathroom. By the time I got to the bathroom, I had already made an involuntary deposit Ugh. in my pants. Great. It was green, ah. but it was not money. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why would you even say that it was money? Like, that wasn't even a thought in my mind. Like, oh, you have a load in your pants. I ate some quarters earlier. Is and that money? Came out a dollar. Is that mm-hmm. money back there? Ugh. Anyway. Well, Thankfully, he was at an outdoor bathroom and they had a hose, so he was able to hose himself down and dispose of the underwear that he uh, had so... His green underwear. Ah! Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) It's the luck of the Irish. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) uh, He later told his friends the story and they had a good laugh about it and that's how he got his nickname. Mush Mush. Mush Mush. That's a... That's not a good nickname, Mush Mush. Oh. By the way, I actually consumed 47 bowls of Mush Mush salad <laughs> in the whole week, and he won the contest. Keep up the work, good work. Love the show. Hope you enjoyed my story. Did very much. Thank you, Victor. It made me think of one thing, though. What? Remember back in the, the 90s when they had this, um, this, this electric device that you could stick – like radishes and carrots and cucumbers in, and you could push it down and it would just shoot the stuff out. They call it a salad shooter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just imagine that was going on with this guy. <laughs> I think it's more like the <laughs> o- was a salad I think it's more like the OOs where everybody was juicing things like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I used to juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I just I love it that he's eating all that insoluble fiber, and it's just basically coming out the way it went in. It's just mm. sal- salad slippage to the max. Salad shooter, <laughs> salad slippage. This one's mm. called Splash Zone. They just get better, people. From from <laughs> Megan Johnson. So I did not want to be one of those listeners that adds to the never-ending cycle of potty humor, though I thoroughly enjoy it. 
But something <laughs> happened last week that cannot go untold. I clogged the toilet. Ah. This is nothing noteworthy. It happens. But I could mm. not get it unclogged. I mm. plunged and I plunged to no avail. Both my brothers tried and ended up breaking the plunger in the process. Oh. Nothing worked. Whoa. Finally, we retrieved a new tool. It was this snake tool that you can insert mm. in the toilet and crank it to unclog. You know what he's talking about, right? Or she's yep. talking about, yeah. Well, my brother directed me as I did this, and finally he told me to pull it out and try to flush it. As I tried to pull it out, it got stuck. Why? So I pulled a little harder, and I yanked on it, and it came loose, and so did everything with it. <laughs> you could say that this was a crappy situation. I'm sorry, but you guys know oh. knew the pun was coming. Yep. There was poop on my yep. shirt. Oh. On the floor, on the toilet, on the counter. <laughs> Clean the room. Clean it. Quick. The, the worst part was the toilet was still clogged. Oh. I had to try to snake tool one more time. And finally, the toilet came unclogged. Oh. God. Oh. This is hard. I'm trying to be neutral, and I just want to throw up so bad mm. right now. Next came cleaning the bathroom. Within an inch of its life, my brother and I cleaned, then I showered, then my brother cleaned the bathroom again for good measure. Yeah, good, good call. In this process, we lost two bath mats, two bottles of contact solution. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm glad you, you noticed. Lose the contents of the entire bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we lost a t-shirt. Personally, I wanted to burn the whole dang room, but that was yeah. not an option. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed the story. Thank you so much for all the hard work you put into making these mm -hmm. podcasts each week. I truly appreciate it, Megan Johnson. If Megan, if you appreciate it so much, why did you send me this story? I'm <laughs> it was a great story. It's terrible. Human life. How long has that one sat in the uh, the coffers? It's been so a few. Speak. It's been a month or so. Oh man. And I and I just I I pull it up and I read it. And then I go to the next one and I, and that's what I've done with all of these, all of these Not today, Satan. So, <laughs> so I just had to get all, all of them gone. Like this one, it's called water hose effect by Samantha. Mm -hmm. Notice how many of these are coming to us from females. I just want to just mention that good for you ladies. You know, yeah, I, I have no qualms about it. You ladies can tell all the, Gross stories you need to. She's from Colorado. She says, hey, James and John, you guys rock. So I finally remembered a story that might be funny if it didn't happen to you. About, <laughs> about 15 years ago, I was a middle school girl, and we eat way more than any boy. My family was driving home from church a good 30-minute drive, and we decided to stop at a certain fast food restaurant, which claims royalty over burgers. <laughs> Do you know what she's talking about? The Burger King. Oh, really? Okay. All right. So I'm going to guessing. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I just wondered because uh, the rewards program for Red Robin is is royalty. So oh. I, I, I I think you're right, though. Um, now, I'm going to have to give you the basic rundown of what we ordered because it turned out to be extremely important. Me, I I ordered a giant double burger with one and a half pounds of burger. 
Whoa. Dad ordered a normal burger. Mom ordered a chicken sandwich. Grandma ordered six mini slider burgers. I ate my burger happily. Mom ate her chicken happily. First, dad got full, so I finished his burger. And (laughs) grandma only ate two of her sliders, so I greedily ate the other four. We got home. Within an hour, I was feeling pretty queasy. Yeah, like I'm feeling right now. Uh Not surprising since I ate enough for three normal human beings. I began to burn up. Got them meat sweats. (laughs) And then I stood up and my insides tried to come back up. Clamping (laughs) my hand over my mouth, what equal to five large hamburgers came surging up and filled my mouth. Oh, (laughs) this is going out the wrong end. (laughs) I... <laughs> I don't want to think about this. I made a run for the bathroom, which was at the other end of a nice long house. My eyes are watering. Is your mouth watering? That's the telltale it is, sign. It is. I, I'm, I told you I'm not reaching for the trash can today. I was, okay. I, I was later told that the clamping caused a nice water hose effect through the living room <laughs> and dining room. <laughs> She had a puke geyser. That water hose upon which I ended up stepping in, slipping in. Oh. Falling face down and puking onto onto the the dining room floor. (laughs) Why did I choose to read this? I I think I could have heard this one a lot easier than reading it. A vomit puddle the size of a dinner plate and as deep as a royal burger. I wish I was exaggerating. Came out of me. It turns out all the burgers were giving people food poisoning. No one else in my family got sick because I fell on that sword for them. (laughs) She could eat it all. 15 years and no one who was in that room has eaten there since. Wow. Samantha. I I don't think uh, you said she's in Colorado, so... I don't know that we have any kind of place that it couldn't have been Burger King because they don't do sliders. They haven't done sliders. I don't know, man. That I know of. I don't know. But uh, Vicolin in the chat room is reminding me about the pushing the thumb into my palm as a way to avoid sickness. This will be deaf. I'm doing it right now. It's not helping. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, Okay. John, read us a story while I recover. Okay. I hope you can recover. Let's see. Uh, Wrong Room. Wrong Room by Aaron in Arkansas or Arkansas. I don't know. I love your show. My story takes place. I love it when it just starts off. I love your show. (laughs) First of all, thank you, Aaron. My story takes place about six years ago. I was up late one night at uh, about midnight watching a movie. All of a sudden, my then five-year-old son comes walking out of his bedroom. I look at him and say, Chandler, what are you doing? Up. No response. He proceeded to walk by the couch, so I asked him again, this time a little more forcefully, Chandler, what are you doing up? Still no answer. He walks into the kitchen, so I start to follow him. By the time I got to him, he had dropped his pants and started peeing in the middle of the floor. It was then that I realized he'd been sleepwalking and was thinking that he was in the bathroom. I panicked because I didn't know what to do. I'd always heard never wake someone up who was sleepwalking. I've heard that before, too. I don't know why. Uh, So I let him finish his business and walked him back to his bedroom. (laughs) Just pat him on the shoulder. Go ahead, buddy. Good job. Take a step back. The puddle's widening here. 
Don't walk in it. Yeah. Uh, Aaron says, then I started to clean up the mess, the message, clean up the message. Mm. Okay. That's I'm reading it verbatim. That is true. I I don't think that was on purpose. Unless he wrote his name or something while he was (laughs) started. (laughs) Dear dad, I'm not sleeping. (laughs) Joke's on you. Love Chandler. (laughs) I cleaned up the message. Cleaned up the message. (laughs) Oh man. That's awesome. I wonder if they had sand in their, uh, in their kitchen there. Yeah. (laughs) To write your name in the sand, right? Uh, the next day, when I woke, when he woke up, I had I had to say, "Hey, buddy, did you sleep okay?" He said, "Yeah, but Dad, I had a crazy dream. You were yelling at me using the bathroom." I told him what happened, and he had no memory of it. Well, that's my story. Keep up the good work, Aaron in Arkansas. Oh man, yeah. I have to say, I have a history, a brief history uh, of of sleepwalking to the the what I perceived as the bathroom. <gasps> You did that and, and peeing. I did that more than once. Oh man! Um, there was one time that uh, I was told that I walked out into the living room and peed on my sister's shoes. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I peed into the bottom drawer, of <laughs> and then one time I actually made it to the bathroom, but I peed on the door instead. Oh of the- my gosh! <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I've never done this, but there was a. It was a situation in in Mexico on a missions trip. Mm. It was all these kids from Louisiana, and and then there were all our inner city kids. And you want to talk about a clash of cultures? The the kids got mm. along great, but the you know it, there was constantly the adults were constantly aware uh, that you know here's all these inbred white kids, and here's all these uh, inner city you know hard hard nosed kids and um mm. not to say that everybody from louisiana is inbred but these probably were but anyway oh. um, i'm just kidding i'm kidding one of the kids <laughs> though was a sleepwalker and um they definitely woke him up uh they did not <laughs> they did not uh let him continue to sleep pee because he had walked he had stood up and he had walked over to one of the biggest black kids in the entire room and started peeing all over him. Oh, and no. he got woke up in the middle of that business <laughs> being oh. yelled at and screamed at. And I don't know what happened to him. He, he, he may have, oh. uh, he may have lost a part of his brain. I don't know what happens when you wake people up like that. I, but, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it just from, scares them. I think that's yeah, all. I, I believe I remember hearing he was, he was a senior in high school, but he was crying because he was so horrified at what he had done and so embarrassed and so scared. Oh, um, I would have cried too. Luckily, the guy that he peed on was a very nice young man and very understanding, but still had a reaction, you know, to, you know, <laughs> oh, yikes could you imagine though being a, a kid from kentucky or louisiana and, and and in the back of your head you're like oh i'm not sure about these people they they may be a a little bit scary they're from the city they're from, i've heard stories i'm gonna 
I'm just going to be. I've never been to the city. Yeah, before. yeah. I'm just going to be nice and and just go slow and and then you wake up peeing on one of them. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you can handle that, but I don't. I don't know. I would have. I. I will say this: out of all the stories, that one was a relaxing one for some reason, for me. So back to okay. it. Back to it. Okay. This that was that was good. This is called Barf Bus. By Barf Bus. It comes to us from ISIS. Hi, my name is Isis, and I have a story from when I was in fifth grade. I was on my way home from a school trip at a camp at the top of a mountain. On the way up, we had a nervous driver who took the extremely curvy road slowly, so we didn't have any issues with car sickness. However, on the way home, my friend started feeling sick and ran to the small bathroom on the bus. She didn't come out for a while, so feeling queasy myself, I decided to lay my head where she was going uh, where she was sitting and I went to sleep when I finally woke up again, I noticed that my head had been moved and my friend had sat back down in her seat as I adjusted to being awake again. I saw that my blanket and my coat were in the aisle and my friend was apologizing to me. I couldn't quite figure out why until my arm landed in something wet and the smell hit me. My friend, thinking she was okay, came back and had promptly thrown up all over both of us and all of our stuff. I frantically wiped off my arm and went to a new seat so she could get cleaned up. I still love this story today, but my friend isn't still isn't quite over the trauma. Love the show and hope this gets on an episode. Keep up the great work, Isis. Isis, you are the luckiest person in the world because this is the only show that would ever... <laughs> <laughs> never ever it would ever see the light of day in this particular so, episode of that show mm, <sighs> so she fell asleep and she got barfed on yes while she was sleeping yes i was trying to put those pieces in together in my mind and i guess if you're gonna get barfed on that's the way to do it right oh, while you're asleep. i've mentioned this know. before but at camp one year i was sleeping i was trying to sleep and there was about 50 kids. This was kids camp. 50 kids. And I I suddenly I hear, and then mm-hmm. a full second passes, and I hear, oh, my goodness. And I'm a like, full second. somebody on the top bunk just threw up. Uh, That's what happened. Is they threw up. There was a pause. It hit the ground. So I turn on my cell phone flashlight and I start looking up and down, for expecting one of the kids to be crying or whatever. And nobody, nobody was awake. And the only way I knew that I'd found the right bunk was because the the stuff on the floor was vomited all over. His, his bag, mm. the shoes, the the everything. Even uh, the the kid that was sleeping under him was clueless. Didn't know what had just happened. But the guy up there was asleep. He had he had thrown up and immediately Barf. fell asleep. And I had to wake him up and tell him what happened <laughs> and walk his sleepy butt down to go get a mop because I wasn't going to clean it up. <laughs> the kid just slept through his barf. How do you yeah. do that? I have so much oh. anticipation and there's the feeling of not wanting to, and then you finally accept it, and then you're wanting to, but you still don't right, want to, right. and then you do, and then you feel better, and and you know, but then it comes again, and he didn't, he he, he missed thing. all of that. He just threw up and slept. Mm, mm. How did you sleep, puke? I don't know, but he did it. I'm getting a little, 
like I feel like I could probably... I know I don't like the way I feel right now my wife told me a story about uh she went to like a camp when she was a teenager and there was this boy who just I don't know he he just had to do everything excessively or something like that and he he bought like a whole two liter of root beer or something <sighs> like that and so they all got back in the church bus and he was just drinking on that thing the whole time and then <laughs> driving down the road and stuff like that. He starts to get this look on his face oh, like, oh, no, feel so good. <laughs> he, just, he just released it all in the back seat there. <laughs> Poor guy. No. That's gross. Poor people no. that had to deal with his dumb butt. Yeah. Why do you drink a whole thing of the two liters? Probably warm, too. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my sister, Amy. She even mentioned this on the show years back that she got a big bag of Skittles one year for Christmas and she mm-hmm. ate them all in one day and she threw her guts out, man. She threw up so hard. And so as a joke, the next year we got her a big bag of Skittles. <laughs> she ate them all again and threw up again. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. <sighs> anyway. Skittles are too sweet. All right, well, we got another story here from Mom of Boys, so you know this has probably got to be good. This is an adult <laughs> snack. It's been named so so kindly by James, adult snack. So recently I decided to try a new type of training for my team. I would have the team meet on – I'd have them meet online and present the course from the comfort of my own home. I started the meetup, and everyone was really quiet. As the meeting progressed, one of the attendees started to pick their nose. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so gross. <laughs> okay, well, you know that happens. But, you know it's normal, right? We all pick our nose. I not Hopefully on camera. Not, not on camera. I decided to ignore it and continue as I didn't know her that well and and didn't want to embarrass her. So, point of order: point, Can uh, the person in the left right square? Can you stop picking your nose? Thanks. That's all you'd have to do. But anyway. Uh, at this point, I believed only her and one other person were on. Oh, I was screen sharing uh, a PowerPoint so I could only see people who weren't muted. When I finally turned the screen share off, I realized there were actually closer to five people other than myself in attendance. This mm. was a beta test, by mind you. I still couldn't hear anyone. Turns out my computer was on mute the whole time. Oh, boy. And at one point... The same lady was shouting at her kids in the middle of the meeting, something like, go away, I'm not watching a movie. <laughs> I'm picking my nose. Yes. After all but one of my team uh, leads had logged off, I found out that she had been eating ah! the burgers. Ah! 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 I'm not watching a movie, but I got my own snack. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stop. <laughs> Here's the best part. Here's the best part. Without knowing, everyone could see. She could see. She, everybody could see her, but she didn't know they could. So, mom of boys learned two very important things. One, make sure my volume isn't muted. Yeah. And two, remind everyone that they are on camera so that they make sure. That they mute their audio. Mute your audio and your video, you crazy booger-eating lady. Gosh. <laughs> or just just take care of it and just cover your Oh, little, uh, God, don't eat them. Your... Don't eat it. Uh, gosh. 
That one got me, man. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> totally grossed out now. Oh, man. <sighs> Can I say something really gross is probably going <laughs> to... When I was a kid, um, my brother and he would have to watch us sometimes. Yeah. He's about eight years older than me, so I was probably five or six. And I don't know what I did wrong. This is going to be bad. He made me. He made me. He made me stick my nose in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. He made me stick my nose in the corner, and um, and I don't know what I did, but so I was standing with my nose in the corner. It was like a punishment or something. And he said something, and it made me laugh. And as I laughed, the the breath in my lungs came out of my nose instead of my mouth, and. <laughs> In the corner in front of me was this greasy, green, and some reason bloody snot wad in the corner. And that was the grossest thing. I was grossed out by it. But my brother's like, you're going to lick that off. Stop! I said, no, I'm not. Stop! Stop! If you don't lick that off, I'm going to... Stop it! Make it go away! I don't want to hear anymore. I don't okay. care how it ended. <laughs> a magical fairy came in and everything went away. And John's brother uh, got wings and he flew and he said, it was just a test, John, and you passed. Congratulations. Everything's that's fine. Almost exactly how it ended, too. That's, <sighs> that's pretty much... He did feel really bad for asking me to do that, and I was not punished any longer. He was afraid of me getting him in trouble. But I got to say, that that corner was never the same for me. (laughs) And I would look up at it and think there was nastiness in that corner at one time, and I was the result of it. I I can't remember if I ever even cleaned it up. I don't know. I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. Okay, this is called Better Off Missing (laughs) from Chris. When I was 18, my parents split up and got back together and split up again a few times. That's always fun. Things were pretty crazy for a while. They couldn't decide if they wanted to be together or not, and my mom moved away. My father and brother decided to move with her uh, to try for a fresh start in a new town. I decided to stay behind. I got my first apartment. My father and I had taken our cat to a farm over uh, an hour's drive away to live because I wasn't allowed to have pets. Actually, it was just dogs. Cats were okay, but I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. A couple of weeks after I moved in and ran into some old neighbors of mine who said that the cat had come back and was hanging around our old house. I went right over there and I found him right away and took him home with me. One morning, the cat went to use his litter box, but only put his feet in and hung his butt out over the side. What? When I seen him uh, start to poop on the floor just after I cleaned it, I got pretty darn mad, and I smacked him on the side. Big mistake. When I smacked him, he went... (laughs) (laughs) And he squirted a line of poop three feet across the floor and all over my bare feet. Guess you could say I beat the crap out of him. Where's that at? Yeah, thank you. It's a break. That was a break, believe it or not. That little sound clip gave me some air. Gave you a whole new, uh, 
whole new outlook on life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guess you could say I beat the crap out of him. He was okay. I never whacked him hard. It was absolutely disgusting. There was nothing grosser than the feeling of fresh cat poo between your toes. (laughs) Thanks for reading my story. Keep the podcast up. Great work. You guys are kind of trying to kill me. Aren't you, Chris? Yeah. You don't love the show. You just hate me. And you send this stuff to me and, and, then that's that's it. You just want to kill me, and you that's successfully bad. did it. I feel so weird right now. Oh, Why do cats do that? I don't know. I don't have a cat. I've never had a cat. I don't have any cat experience. Did I ever tell you about the cat oh, that I had when I was growing up? No. Do you want to hear about it? No, but go okay. ahead. The, the people do. We do it for the people. It's for the people. Yeah. I, I feel like I've told this story before, but if I have... It, I'll just tell it anyway. So it, my cousins used to come up. We had cats growing up when I was a kid, you know, just all the time, in the house, outside the house, everywhere. Um, and my cousins would come over every now and then. And they'd spend the night, and when they did, we would all usually wind up sleeping in the same bed. So I had bunk beds, and my, my cousin that was about my age would sleep in the bed, you know, head to feet kind of things. And um, one morning, one middle of the night, we both woke up. He woke me up, and he's like, hey something's in the bed and he mm-hmm. thought you know what it, i don't know what it was but um we got up and you know i had this all over my chest and he had some like on his legs and, um, and we went to the bathroom and like the cat or something apparently climbed up on the bed and took a dump on oh us. my gosh it was gross it was the worst thing See, that's why i don't like cats on. man they they just ah. Oh. They're mean. Worst thing, I never knew which cat it was, so I didn't know which one to kick. Right. I mean, not that I would ever do that. No, anything, never. But, never deserved uh, that. But. but yeah, it's the worst thing getting pooped on by a cat. Ugh. Fortunately, I slept through it. But yeah, we just like got cleaned up and were like, I'm never sleeping in that bed again. Cats got attitudes, man. That's why I don't like them. At least mm-hmm. when a dog does something bad, he he feels terrible. I can always tell. Man, we were we were sitting down here watching Doctor Who. And all of a sudden, the little dog, the new dog, climbs into her cage on her own accord and lays down on her back. And we're like, what did you do? And then about that time, the smell hit us. She had pooped in the daggum bathroom and then put herself in her pen (laughs) out of guilt. Cats don't do that crap. (laughs) No, they just just crap to clean up after them. Yeah. Yeah. I run this house. Well, yeah. anyway, believe it or not, if we use your story, we still owe you a sticker. <laughs> so, a very special one. Email me your address. Send your stories and your email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Twitter at thatstoryshow. Review us in iTunes, and if you want more great shows like this one, including GOK and Red School Bus, and coming soon, we're both right, visit nlcast.com. Thanks to our patrons for your support, with special thanks to producers Jennifer Kennison, Eric Cubay, Zane Estrada, James Spangler, Kerry Wright, Philip Ludens. Become a patron today, and if you do it before April 1st, you get a, um, a die-cut exclusive that story show magnet so head over to patreon.com slash that story show and sign up today or transfer your existing uh, patronage 
or upgrade. Even if you upgrade, you qualify. So if you're like doing two bucks a show or a dollar a show, up it and you get a magnet. Remember, though, when you hear something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross or horrible and nasty and stinky and stupid (laughs) and hateful and dumb and butt-faced and freakish, if it happens to you, don't get stressed. Just think, this does not belong on that story show. I'm not reading any more of your poop stories. Okay? All right. We're done. We're done with that crap. We're cleaning this act up. Yes. We used to get stories about people falling out of trees and, and their dogs and stuff, and now it's just this. I don't like it. Could be worse. No. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.